Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. You will recognize that theme song uh, from Jurassic Park. Remember that? I'm telling you what. Now, I'm a, I'm a proud grandfather now. My grandson, Bo, is going to be two years old on Tuesday. Nice. And the chief fan of Dinothor, as he pronounces it, in the world <laughs> is my grandson, Ashton. He eats, breathes, and thinks about dinosaurs. If he's awake... He's got dinosaur shirt on. He loves dinosaurs. There's no doubt. I think about the it. interest. I think the interest is is built into us in our caveman brain. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, because it seems like you know young kids, especially you know fresh from the womb, they wanted and they could probably tell you all the different names of the dinosaurs and all that stuff. So to oh, sorry, say it correctly. Thank I just think it's part of our caveman brain that really is uh, intriguing and why a movie like Jurassic Park and all these uh, sequels are so successful because, you know, we want we want to see that stuff. Yeah. And some say they, they still exist. Who knows? <laughs> that, that could be. Well, one person who could tell us that is uh, Ron Giesler joining us from <laughs> Adventure 360. They got a great program coming up, uh, including a paleontologist and uh, fossils and uh, everything, talking about dinosaurs and Dinothorth. Dinothorth and kind of comparing <laughs> how they were they were portrayed in, in Jurassic Park. Ron, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? We're we're doing great, thank you. I I, you know, I'm sure as a kid, I probably studied dinosaurs a little more. Or I don't think I was ever as passionate about it as my grandson is. Uh, but <laughs> but what what was it? Jurassic Park? Do you think that really spurred people's interest in dinosaurs again? It really did. Um, I was at St. Louis Science Center at that time, and we had the animatronic dinosaurs you know, that that moved and and really got kids excited and people excited. But once that movie came out with the computer graphics and the accuracy, or at least at the time, uh, the accuracy of how scientists thought dinosaurs moved or ate or behaved, uh, really, really charged the country. And, uh, and it's still going on. 
It is. It is. I, I love it. Matter of fact, uh, uh, Ron is from a group called Adventure 360. Uh, and in the summertime, they go out west. Heck, they probably pass you up or meet you at the truck stop, Mark, on your uh, on your uh, westward uh, expansion travel with your RV. Ron, tell us about uh, the program for Adventure 360 before we get into truths and fallacies of Jurassic Park. Okay, yeah. Every summer we, we run a program or several programs out in Montana. For We do a week for adults. And we do a week with families and then uh, several weeks with, with high school and college kids. And it's really to get any, everybody out into the field, show them what it's like to find a real dinosaur fossil, um, and, and teach them what to do when you do find one. Because we do work with a lot of scientific uh, researchers, a lot of paleontologists. And so when we find a fossil, we have to collect it a certain way so they can do research on them. Yeah. And I, are you full this year for the, for the summer? We're we're getting there. We're pretty close. Um, the field schools are are filling up pretty pretty well. Uh, we have a, actually a big group from Southeast Missouri State coming, and big group from down in Florida. Um, and then we have another group another week where there's groups from uh, Central Missouri, but there's still space. Um, the adult week there's still a couple spots if anybody's interested. Family week though, as you said with the kids, um, that one has really filled up. Yeah, I'll, I'll bet it does. So are you going, is, is it like, you know, one of these places where you can go pan for gold? You, you might find something or you might not. Or are you going to places where you're, you already know there are digs going on and you're, you're pretty confident you're, you're actually discovering something? Yeah, where, where we go, we have our own excavations. So at the very least, we'll have fossils that people can work on excavation sites. Um, but also where we go, we're out there a couple weeks ahead of time. So when I'm walking around and I'm looking up and down these coolies and canyons um, and I notice something and I know I can get kids there fairly quickly and fairly easily without wearing them out, I, I push, I move them into there, into that area and let them um, see what's, see what they can find. So it's not, it's not, um, it's not a hit or miss. They're definitely going to find stuff. They're definitely going to have something to work on and they're definitely going to um, be able to identify a fossil from a rock before the end of the, actually the end of the day it's really that easy and ron geisler of adventure 360 um i have to know uh does anybody else work this same area or do you own this property where these fossils are found no we we work on state and federal land we work on blm bureau of land management land and state of montana so we have to get certain permits other paleontology groups uh, universities from all over the world actually are in the general area, but we're talking millions of acres. Yeah. And so oh, okay. we coordinate. I know who's going to be in the general area and about when. They know where we're going to be about when. So we do uh, work to stay out of each other's way. Yeah, I'll bet. So I know you've got an event coming up uh, next weekend, I believe, at the Eureka Fire District Training Center uh, with Adventure 360. What's that all about? Well, that's, that actually stemmed from an event we did in Steelville, Missouri, where we were doing some stuff with the community and with um, the school, and we had a paleontologist come in and at, in the evening and talking about uh, the truths and fallacies of Jurassic Park. And uh, Dr. Mike Morales, a good friend of mine, I've known him for about 20, 25 years now. And so the, uh, the fire chief there in Eureka said, hey, let's do this in Eureka. And he said, we got a perfect place for it. And so we've just been coordinating ever since. Um, we're going to try to get as many of our fossils that we found, um, that we've collected there so people can see them. And some of them, they can actually help, uh, what we call clean, but actually help get the dirt and rock off of it. 
um, help try to put some of the pieces together. Yeah. And then the, then the other fossils, you know, you, you can touch the stuff that we have are education fossils. So it's okay if people touch them. And That's so we're going to have a pretty good collection there for them. Ron, uh, when, when you uh, came up with the title Truth and Fallacies of Jurassic Park, of course, you want to you want to deliver on the day of the event, uh, which is Saturday, May twenty seventh. But can you give us a teaser for the listeners that are listening right now to Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors? Just a teaser um, of what you're going to be talking about. Give us give us a fallacy, please. Oh, some of the some of the fallacies. Well, the one that the Dilophosaurus that spits uh, had it spitting out some kind of poison. Yeah, uh, in the face of the one guy. Um, Spit doesn't fossilize very well, <laughs> and, and there's no um, no evidence with the with the animal any of the fossil uh, skull pieces. It says that they would actually have have uh, projected anything along those lines. It was a nice nice. Uh, it added to the story a lot, but it, there's no <laughs> it's a real movie scientific track. evidence. Th- that's the, the scene. That, one, that's yeah. the scene where where Newman from Seinfeld uh, gets out of the truck and they surround him and they spit that poison on him and blinds him and then they eat him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's so. that scene. The other big one, which I, I hate to give this one away, but probably most people know it by now, is you know the raptors, the velociraptors. They had is between six and seven foot tall, right? Yeah, uh, velociraptors were really about the size of a turkey. Uh, no. Yeah, Spielberg liked the name Velociraptor. It sounds great on on a movie on on the big screen, but the animal itself, you know, would have would have done some damage to your legs and kneecaps probably. Uh, but uh, <laughs> was it quite the seven foot uh, animal that he portrayed? So, but actually, a few years after Jurassic Park, they found a raptor in Utah that was about seven foot. Uh, oh. So it's kind of like he was predicting. Yeah. What they were yeah. So some something could. I was corrected the other day by my almost two-year-old because we got out one of his dinosaurs and i asked him if that was a t-rex and he told me it was a raptor because he he could tell from the little claw hook on the feet that it was a velociraptor he knew that already the kid's not even he's <laughs> yep. a genius takes after his grandpa clearly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, i'm just kidding so i have to ask this ron uh, speaking of people um uh, you know m- m- maybe either misportraying or or not fully understanding what what dinosaurs actually looked like. I, I started to watch a series on Apple TV this this past week. Um, Do, uh, Sir Richard Attenborough is is the one who is is basically uh, the the host of this show. I think he's got mm-hmm. to be ninety years old now, and yeah. they they've used computer graphics to generate what what the world really looked like and what these what these dinosaurs were and it honestly a couple of the portrayals looked more like large birds i didn't expect to see feathers on some of these dinosaurs and and because they're just just not the way they they've always been portrayed hey ron can you uh, give us an idea of what uh, creatures uh, walk the earth now and you know that people may know that were alive when the dinosaurs were roaming the earth oh well, it's, um, quite, there's quite a few, actually. Um, people from around Missouri would be familiar with the gar, the alligator gar oh, yeah. in our rivers and, and long-nosed and short-nosed gars. Um, and we find gar scales all the time uh, with dinosaurs. We find uh, soft-shell turtles, uh, much, uh, much like what, what we have today. Crocodiles. We find a lot of evidence of crocodiles that would have, they wouldn't have been the great big ones you always hear about from Africa. These would have been, you know, normal size 
probably six footish or so. Um, wow. Fish. They were, you know, uh, not bass like we have today, but we find a lot of fish scales and um, other evidence of fish, vertebrae and such. How exciting. And, of course, of course the birds are that are still around. So, so uh, Ron, what what is the age range of people who uh, would would uh, that you're looking for for your for your uh, training you're going to do in Eureka next weekend? Oh, um, well, well, before we're, it starts at six o'clock, so we'll have all the um, all the fossils on display out there where people can come in. We're looking, you know, anybody that's interested, and, and even if you don't want to stay and, and see the or hear the talk, you can come in and still look at the fossils and handle the fossils and talk to us about fossils. We get people, we've done this kind of stuff in libraries, and we get uh, families with kids who are like, like your grandson, yeah. three or four or five years old and up. Um, we get a lot of retired people who are kind of, I always call them closet paleontologists. They always <laughs> were interested, but they had a different career. Yeah. And they want to come and talk to us about paleontology, maybe even join us out in Montana. Uh, we've had people in their 80s. So basically from from four to five. Uh, oh, wow. And we, we, can, we can discuss it with, you know, basically on any level with them. So can people find details at adventure-360.org? Okay, adventure-360.org is the address there. And uh, Ron Giesler, thank you uh, so much for your time. Mark wants to know if you can bring a (laughs) (laughs) two-year-old. Actually, uh, if if they're going to come in, come on in. I don't know how long he'd be interested in the talk, but absolutely with the fossils. Short attention span. His bedtime is 7, so I won't have a lot of time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's cool. Your special guest. Your special guest paleontologist, Dr. Mike Morales. You can see, you can hold, you can even help work on the real dinosaur fossils. Uh, Ron, always great to have you on our show, Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. We do appreciate your time. Uh, I appreciate you guys uh, having me here. Absolutely. All right. Take care of yourself, Ron. Pr- appreciate that. That's, uh, that's right. good stuff. Before the show ends, I have to. before we get letters or tweets or whatever, What David Attenborough was the host that you saw on Apple Plus. He's 97 years old. Richard Attenborough was in Jurassic Park, and he died in 2014. Okay, so I had the names mixed up. It was David Attenborough. David Attenborough was the British host that does of, all the of nature the documentary. shows. documentary. Yes. Okay, all right. He's 97, were, but were Richard Attenborough was in Jurassic Park. He was Hammond. Oh, he was the old... He was, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Were they, were they related or no? Now you got to ask me that. <laughs> Well, I don't. I don't know if they. I don't know if they were or not. They kind of looked alike. Yes, they were brothers. Okay. All right. So really? I see. Yeah, brothers I'm off by a little bit of DNA. I'm sorry Dang, about that. Good no, question. So close. Okay. Though, I know. So. Well, that's going to be a good event for people that are not going out of town for Memorial Day weekend. And so I'm glad we had Ron on. Ron's very passionate. Alan Westfall's a, a partner of him uh, of his with uh, uh, Adventure 360. I just saw Alan not long ago. Actually, good people and they're interesting. And like I said, it's something else to do. If you're in town for Memorial Day weekend, you know if you love dinosaurs, there's a, there's another event coming up at the St. Charles Family Arena. Carl, maybe that's a good future guest for Second Amendment Radio in the Great I Outdoors. I have been talking to someone about that. Nice, it's a, it's a Jurassic Park type thing where they that you can go walk through the displays and all that out at the Family Arena coming up in June. Yeah, we'll get them on here to talk about it. That's so gonna, animatronic kind of thing. I think is so. I is? think so. Yeah. Oh, cool. I can't okay. wait to get my grandson over there for sure. 
All righty then. Well, uh, that is going to wrap it up for Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Got a lot of great outdoor stuff in this show. Please share this uh, show as a podcast at the Odyssey app. You can download that for free onto your phone. Uh, have a great rest of your weekend, yeah, buddy. Yeah, you too. We'll uh, we'll see you, boys. See you, boys. Pew pew. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.